just want to share a few important things from the scriptures as the Lord has put that in my mind during last week and the last day. Just want to read from 1 Timothy chapter 1. 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 11 to 13. 1 Timothy chapter 1 verse 11. According to the glorious gospel of the blessed hope of the blessed God which was committed to my trust. And I thank Christ Jesus our Lord who has enabled me because he counted me faithful putting me into the ministry. Verse 13. Although I was formerly a blasphemer, a persecutor, and an insolent man, but I obtained mercy because I did it ignorantly in unbelief. Verse 12 says, And I thank Christ Jesus, our Lord God, who has enabled me because he counted me faithful, putting me into the ministry. Today, I just want to share on the topic that we are counted faithful by God. We are counted faithful or trustworthy by God. Here Paul writes to Timothy saying, Once I was a blasphemer, I was a persecutor and an insolent or violent man, but now I obtain mercy because I did those things ignorantly and God Lord Jesus Christ counted me faithful putting me into the ministry today the good news is that Lord Jesus Christ counted each and every one of us as faithful as faithful trustworthy you know, today the world is looking for faithfulness everywhere. And the companies are looking for employees, those who are faithful, those who can be trustworthy. The citizens are looking for the leaders who are faithful. They will faithfully lead the nation. The believers are looking for the spiritual leaders who are faithful, who are trustworthy. They can go and tell their complaints, their problems and believing that they will trust, they will pray for them and they will stand with them in the time of trouble. The masters are looking for the servants to be faithful, completely faithful to them. The teachers in the school, they are looking for the students to be faithful to what they are supposed to do. In the family, the husband and wife, they expect them to be faithful to each other to build their family life in the business the partners they expect them to be faithful to each other to build their business you know everywhere everyone is looking for people who are trustworthy you know we are living in the days that we cannot believe or we cannot trust on anybody just like that people are normally not that what we see from outside but inside sometimes we may not be able to trust them they are not the same. Everyone is looking for someone in whom they can trust. 
you know our Lord is also looking for faithful faithful people as Paul here he says I am counted faithful God has counted me faithful you know today God has counted each and every one of us faithful but we need to ask the Lord am I faithful to you am I faithful to you it's so true that you are counting me as faithful but am I faithful to you in that background we are going to spend some time on the Word of God what does it mean to say to be faithful what does it really mean to say trustworthy or faithful is it having faith in God is it remaining true for something that we decide to do is it consist consistently reliable is it being consistent in our life the way we do things is it being loyal or faithful or trustful maybe all of this put together is what is called faithfulness faithfulness means that you can be counted on God counted on for something God says to Paul I count on you I count on you I consider you as faithful to me you know there are many in the churches today are willing to do many things for God and at times if you go and talk to them they are just willing to lose everything for the sake of God does it mean that they are faithful you know Bible also says you know sometimes even people will be you know even they are ready to be their body to be burned at stake but you know in first Corinthians we read that in 13 3 but if you don't have love it is nothing it is everything is in vain so you see that being faithful or something you know that we think it's faithful is simply living without any lust without any doing any sin without involving in our life into sin is that faithful does it mean that we are living a faithful life or it may be you know someone who reads the Bible constantly and meditate on the Word of God day and night you know meditating on the Word of God going to church regularly giving it to God is that faithful you know still some other you know thing that you know being good and doing good to other people they think it's faithful what is really being faithful you know there are few things that scripture clearly talks about what does it mean to say that we are faithful to God you know in the in the midst of all this God wants us to be faithful in everything we do whatever it is in everything we do on this earth God expects us to be faithful you know faithful is faithfulness is the one of the qualities that God admires in anyone's life in first Corinthians 4 first Corinthians 4 verse 2 if, if you can read that scripture first Corinthians uh, chapter 4 verse 2 in this case yeah. So here we read, moreover, it is required in stewards or the leaders or the managers that one be found faithful or trustworthy. So it is important for the leaders or when God has given us some responsibility on this world that we need to be found 
faithful we need to be found trustworthy it is important that god expects us to be trustworthy in matthew chapter 25 you know god jesus talks about a parable you know that parable of talents if you can turn with me to matthew chapter 25 we read that parable from verse 14 to 30 so let's not go in deep into that let's not try to read that scripture right now i'll just give some highlights about that matthew chapter 25 verse 14 onwards one man when he was about to travel to a far country he called three of his servants and he gave five talents to one and he gave two talents to another one and he gave one talent to the third person and told them i am going away from this nation to a far nation and when i come back you do whatever you can do go and multiply it and all these men went and this man went on his travel and the man who took that five talent he went and he invested on something else he did some business and he traded and he brought 10 talents the man who took the two talents he went out and he did the same thing and brought four talents but the man who took the one talent he went and he dug a hole on the ground and he put that money into that and he buried it and when the master came back he called them and he asked what happened i gave you five talents what happened and he came and said lord you deliver me with five talents look i have gained five more talents and the, the the man said well done good and faithful servant you are faithful over a few things i will make you ruler over many things enter into my joy of your lord the same way he did that to the person with two talents he said well then my servant you are good and faithful and you are faithful you have been found faithful in little things what i have given you i will make you ruler over many things and when he came to the first the third person with one talent and he asked him what happened to you what did you do with that talent and he said you wicked and lazy uh, no he said i was afraid and where i went and hid your talent in the ground that you have what yours and but you know the man said you wicked and lazy servant you knew that i reap where i have not sown and gather where i have not scattered seed so you ought to have deposited my money with the bankers and at my coming i would have received back my own with interest you are just again bringing me the one talent i expect you to do some business and bring that you are not faithful to me and eventually he said cast that unprofitable servant into the outer darkness there will be weeping and gnashing of teeth what jesus was trying to tell from this parable you know god jesus wants to find every one of us faithful in the little things what god has given us today god wants us to prove that we are faithful in what is given to us today you know in our work we are not talking about only in church in our work in our studies our responsibilities at home our responsibilities in the society 
you know even in, in terms of taking care of our own health caring for our dependents showing god's love to others in everything what we do god expects us to be faithful you know if we are faithful in those little things god says i will lift you up i will lift you up are we found faithful in serving god today you know remember god has brought us to this nation not just to enjoy the benefits of this nation or the western nations you know those i believe those days have gone when people think that you know if we travel to america or you know canada or some other country you will have a life you will really enjoy the luxury of those those nations i think those days have gone you know we have because we have better facility and better comfort in our own countries the country where we left we could have had a better life in those places where we lived but why we are here in this place today but still we are here you know not just you know we are here not just we are living a good life we struggle at times to for our survival you know we go through so much in our life we struggle so many things in our lives even you know if one paycheck is delayed we are in trouble we will not be able to pay the rent we are in trouble not that we are living in so much of comfort and luxury it's not true you know we are so busy in this nation we don't have time for anything the challenges in front of us are so high the expectation is so high the competition is so high in the job in the workplace and in the school everywhere the you know job satisfaction in terms of job satisfaction it is it is very difficult to achieve those things in this nation not only that safety is a question in this nation and you know what about our children and our children are going through everything that they are going through every difficulties in this nation and struggling to cope up with what is going on in this nation what does that means to us today what does that mean to us today i believe it's happened if you turn back to the history and see these things happened 100 years back when missionaries from these nations traveled to countries like india or in asian countries and sri lanka or other countries they went there as missionaries and they were living in that mission fields whatever they were going through on those nations some part of it i believe we go through as we are in this nation i'm sure you'll agree with me what they experienced in those nation in the mission field we are experiencing today those kind of challenges as we live on this place what does it mean you know in hebrew 11 bible says we are living on this earth as strangers and pilgrims the earth doesn't belong to us we live in this place for a short span of time and we will move away from this place we don't own anything here on this place and when we go through all these things i believe god has brought us to this place with a purpose god has brought us to this nation the same way god brought the missionaries from this nation to the other nations god has brought every one of us with a purpose that we can conclude saying that we are not in a foreign country to enjoy this place we are in the mission field with the purpose of god today in every one of our lives you know someone said your ability to serve god is not based on the past 
is not based on your ability or what you achieved your skills you gained over a past it's not your ability to serve God but the ability to serve God today is on your faithfulness today to God how much we are faithful to God if we are faithful with the task that God has given us interested in our life God will help us to accomplish great things in our life you know the final judgment what we are all going to have at the end of this world will not be about what great things that we have achieved in our lives but instead it will be about how faithful we are in the little things that God has given us today you know it's so important that in every one of our life God has entrusted small things in our lives how faithful we are that what matters it doesn't really matter if we if we don't achieve great things for God but God expects us to be faithful in little things so God wants us to be faithful secondly our little faithfulness will result in higher responsibilities and higher authorities and that's what Jesus says here he says these men they have went they went ahead and they invested and they I found them faithful over few things and I will make you ruler over many things you know how God can bring up the lives today how God can bring up our families today how our children can come in the way of God and do great things for God if we are found faithful in little things what God has given us in the same scripture 23 verse 23 we read his Lord said to him well then good and faithful servant you have been faithful over a few things I will make you the ruler over many things enter into the joy of your Lord we need to be faithful and so that God can lift us up in our lives and in the life of our children in Luke 16 verse 11 Bible says Luke 16 verse 11 Luke 16 chapter verse 11 says therefore if you have not been faithful in the unrighteous mammon who will commit to your trust the true riches it means if you are not found faithful in the unrighteous mammons means the worldly wealth the worldly things the worldly money and the wealth who will commit to you to your trust the true riches the riches of heaven so God expects us to be faithful in everything what we handle on this earth so that God can give us more authority more responsibility in his kingdom you know we are not talking about just giving to God not talking about giving money to God but how do we manage our wealth today as we live on this earth what are we holding it what are we holding on it or what are we holding that wealth for how do we handle that wealth God has given us today on this earth in Luke 3 11 Luke 3 11 John the Baptist was baptizing everyone those who are coming to him at the river Jordan and he is telling them calling them brood of wipers who showed the way for you to come to me today and as he saw the Pharisees and Sadducees coming towards him in order to be baptized and he is telling who showed you the way and they all came what what we should do 
What do you want us to do? And you know what John the Baptist said? He who has two tunics, he, he who has two dresses, two clothings, let him give it to him who has none. And he who has food, let him do likewise. John the Baptist told the same thing. In Proverbs 30, verse 8 to 9, Proverbs 30, I'm just giving you some of the scriptures where we will be able to understand what God expects us to do. Proverbs uh, chapter 30, verses 8 and 9. Bible says, Remove falsehood and lies far from me. Give me neither poverty nor riches. Proverbs 30, 8 and 9. Feed me with the food allotted to me. You know, here the wise man, he says, Lord, don't give me riches and don't give me poverty. Just feed me with the food allotted to me. Lest I be fully and deny you, I be, I be full and deny you, and say, Who is the Lord? Or lest I be poor and steal and profane the name of my God. He's saying, If you give me more riches, I will deny God and say, Who God is? And I will live in my riches. And don't give me, you know, don't make me poor. And if you make me poor, and I will go and steal somebody else and I will bring shame to your name and he is saying feed me as I need you know we are talking about God is talking about being faithful in the worldly wealth so that God can make us faithful to rule over riches in heaven in Luke 14.33 Bible says so likewise whoever of you does not forsake all that he cannot all that he cannot be my disciple how do we handle our wealth today? Luke 16, 9 to 10, Bible says, Luke 16, 9 to 10. Luke 16, 9 to 10. And I say to you, make friends for yourself by unrighteous mammon. Unrighteous, unrighteous wealth. The wealth of this world. That when you fail, when you die and go away, that may, they may receive you into an everlasting home. What Bible says is, make use of your wealth in order to gain more friends and draw them closer to God. Show them the way of righteousness so that when we die and when we go to heaven, we see all of them standing there receiving us into the heavenly homes. How do we manage our wealth today as we live on this earth? God expects us to be faithful in the little things what God has given to us on this earth so that he can make us in you know, authority, make us you know, rich or make us rulers of the heavenly riches as we live on this earth. Bible in Matthew chapter 6 verse 24 says, Matthew 6 24, No one can serve two masters, for either he will hate the one and love the other, or else he will be loyal to one and despise the other. You cannot serve God and mammon. You cannot serve God and the worldly wealth. You know, today God has given us wealth for what? To serve God. To serve God. We give it to God and we live on that wealth in order to bring many more into God's kingdom. 
Remember what we started with. God has brought us to this nation with a purpose. And God expects us to be faithful for the purpose for which God has brought us to this place. And God expects us to be faithful. Secondly, our little faithfulness will result in higher responsibilities in our life for, from God. You know, sometimes it takes time that prove that we are found worthy. Sometimes it takes time for, you know, for us to prove that we are worthy to God. But once God finds us faithful, He will make us the ruler of many. Once God finds us faithful, He will give you more responsibility. And He will bring you up in the society. And He will establish your life in this nation. But it takes some time. We need to go through that time. We need to allow what really happened in the life of Joseph. Think of that. What happened in the life of Daniel? What really happened in the life of Moses? You know, they are all removed from their parents even when they were so young. Moses was removed, taken out of his parents even when he was so little or so young. Joseph was on his way. He was removed, taken out of his parents and brothers. The same thing happened to Daniel. You know, everyone, they have gone through so much in their life, even from the childhood. They have faced those challenges in their life, the difficulties. It took time in their life to prove that they are trustworthy. Even for Joseph, it took so much of time in the palace to prove that he is trustworthy. It same, same thing happened to Moses. It took so much of time to prove himself trustworthy. You know, 40 years he spent in the palace of Pharaoh, 40 years in the wilderness. It took so much time for him to be found trustworthy by God. And then God realized when Moses was at the age of 80, God started giving him higher responsibilities in his life. You know, the same thing is true in our life too. It takes time for God to know that, you know, uh, we are faithful. In, in Numbers chapter 12, verse 7 says, Not so with my servant Moses. He is faithful in all my house. And God himself certifies that Moses is faithful in Numbers chapter 12 verse 7. God expects us to be faithful. And it takes time for us to be to prove that we are faithful. But God expects us to be faithful. Today, we saw that God wants us to be faithful. And secondly, we saw the little faithfulness what we have will result in better glory. Will result in better responsibilities given by God. You know, today we can be faithful because our God is faithful. Thirdly, we can be faithful today because our God is faithful. You know, faithfulness doesn't come if we just sit alone. Faithfulness doesn't come if we try to do things by ourselves. You know, faithfulness comes in partnership. You know, a husband, as we said, and wife, they are found faithful to each other. So you need a partnership in a business. We need a partnership to prove that we are faithful. But you know, God expects us to prove to him that we are faithful. But who is on the other end in our partnership with God? God himself. And he is a faithful God. In 1 Thessalonians 5, 24, Bible says, 1 Thessalonians 5.24 He who calls you is faithful. Who also will do it for you. Our God is a faithful God. 1 Thessalonians 5.24 He who calls us is faithful. 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 3 says 2 Thessalonians chapter 3 verse 3 
but the lord is faithful who will establish you and guard you from the evil one today our partnership is with god himself and he is faithful his faithfulness never faded away he is always faithful to us today you and i are here because of his faithfulness when we were going away from god he was faithful even though we never turned back to god at some point of time in our lives he was faithful it was so to me when i was away from god he was faithful even though i was not it's so true in our lives also when at times when we are not faithful but god is still faithful in hebrews 10:23 Bible says let us hold fast the confession of our hope without wavering for he who promised is faithful you know there are so many promises spoken into our lives some of them are true they have come true and some of them will come true very soon in our lives but he is faithful his promises are so faithful in lamentations chapter 3 22 to 23 we read through the lord's mercies we are not consumed because his compassions fail not they are new every morning great is your faithfulness our god is so faithful and he expects us to be faithful in the little things god has committed to each and every one of us today i want you to think about what god has given in your hand all that was given to moses on his hand was the rod and with the rod god expected him to go and perform faithfully the way god instructed him to do what that we have today we may have little talents we may have some time we may have some money we may have some good health with all those things what are we doing for god god expects us to be faithful and committed totally committed to god i just want to conclude with the story i read about a great minister of the gospel by name w r walker and his experience he writes his experience during the end age end of his days on earth his wife mrs walker she became very sick when mr walker was 90 years old you can think of a man who is 90 years old and his wife is being sick in the sick bed the last 6 years of her life until her death mr walker spent ministering to her need at the bedside mr walker never left his wife bedside in the last 6 years at the age of 90 day and night he was right there helping her ministering to her every time you know many of us may think what is there in that everyone is expected to you know help each other at the old age so it's normal to for everybody that's what we may think but as we go and read that story it becomes a little more clear and it's more amazing that mrs walker lost her mind she did not know anything what is going on and there was no communication between them she couldn't even talk and she was just like a vegetable lying on the bed and it was going on for the last 6 years not few days and it wouldn't have made a real difference 
if mr walker would have decided to leave her and ask her to take to be taken care by somebody else and walker would have gone away and lived somewhere aside it would not have made a difference because she is out of conscious and she cannot know who is next to her she cannot no way she can realize but this man of god he didn't leave her he stayed right there with her day and night for long 6 years taking care of her wife his wife at the bed even though she was not in her conscience and the most amazing thing or wonderful thing happened one fine morning shortly before she died mrs walker suddenly in a miraculous way she regained her mind after 6 long years she was able to speak again and she looked up him at him as though she had been asleep for a while and now she is awake and she looked at at him and he started speaking and he was astonished and they began their conversation they were talking about so many things they talked as if she was not sick and she is awake throughout but they talked about so many things what really happened and what's going on in their life even at their old age and then very soon it went on for 2 hours and very suddenly and her mind started fading away and she went again into the coma stage very soon but just before that happened mrs walter walker said to her husband i am getting tired of this life and you are already 90 i think i am ready to go to sleep i am ready to go to god she reached up her arms so mr walker did and he bent over the bed and she grabbed him and she hugged him closely and she kissed him and said darling i love you more right now than i loved you when we got married more than 60 years ago she held on his hand and she looked into his eyes and said thank you for being faithful to me and then she closed her eyes mr walker said that conversation that we had and those loving words that she spoke to me and that sweet tender embrace that she gave to me it worth the six long years that i spend at the side of the bed and try to help her in the bed you know when i read that story i am able to relate that with my life and with the lord as i said our partnership is with the lord in our lifetime at many times we walked away from the lord but he was so faithful like walker as he was sitting at the bedside even though her wife is out of conscience god was with me throughout all these years when i went away from him he was faithful to me and he was faithful to every one of you and when we go and meet him in heaven and he is going to bend down towards me and he is going to hug me and with his arms wide open and then we will find it is worth going through all the struggles in this life 
because we found him so faithful near to us every minute and every moment in our life God expects us to be faithful in the little that God has given shall we just close our eyes this morning